Hey, welcome to another episode of Encountering the Heart. I'm Hunter and I'm here with Father Adam. We believe that personal stories are powerful and young people have great stories that need to be told. It's our hope that their experiences will help you to write your own story. Today we'll be talking to Emma Murphy. Emma's a junior at Winter Park High School and she'll be sharing her experience of finding authentic friendships in high school. What do you want to talk to us about today? Just like my friendships and how they've been in the past. I've never really had like good luck with friendships, I guess. Like from fifth grade, it's been like really rough for me. Like, for example, one of my friends got sick for a week and I kept texting her and she wasn't responding. And then she just like stopped being friends with me because she thought I was being creepy mm. or weird. And I was like, because kinda... you value their your friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very like, I care a lot about my friends and I want them to know that I care about them. I always reach out to them, but I guess that's just not, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like they don't appreciate uh, the fact that you care about them. It's like, they don't yeah. know what to do with that. Someone cares yeah, about they're me. Just like, what Never do I mind. do? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I guess that's fine. But like, I've definitely found better friendships being more involved in the church. Like my freshman year was really rough. It was, um, I had a best friend and one of our friends in our friend group moved away and she was kind of like the glue in our, in our friend group. So it was like, everything like every time we would hang out it'd be at her house and so she moved away and then we kind of like strung out throughout the year and just tried to stay together but just wasn't working at all in March I fell into like it was March 2017 no 2018 I believe and I was just very like depressed and upset I wouldn't eat as much and I just got very like hurt by everything because she wasn't really talking to me. She was making new friends without me and I was just kind of being left behind from everyone and then a couple of my other friends were just not in a great space themselves. So they just kind of didn't talk to me anymore. So I was just kind of chucking it alone <laughs> my freshman year. And it wasn't really the best. But then in June, when I stopped talking to one of my best friends, I met one of my closest friends today at VBS actually here. And that really like changed everything. It was really crazy because like the last day I talked to her was a day I met one of my closest friends hmm. now. And it was actually like right at Panera. We were like, we should hang out sometime, like the day I met her. And now we're, we're even close friends today. But um, yeah, and then I went to Steubenville, the best conference there is <laughs> that year. And I just felt like, I would say it was like Saturday night. I just felt love for the first time in like a while. And it was just really crazy. And just the more I've gotten involved in like the church, I've realized the more like close friends and like actual like solid friendships I've made. Yeah. Yeah. And you talked about obviously Steubenville receiving that love. Mm -hmm. And then you've also mentioned that friend that you were hanging out with at Panera and you decided to kind of continue to grow that friendship. Yeah. Um, how has your friendship, the kind of new friendship that helped to nourish you, uh, how has that also kind of connected you to that moment at Steubenville and to, are you able to receive love in a similar way through that friendship? Oh yeah. Like all of my friendships I have now, it's kind of just like equal reaching out to mm -hmm. each other. It's really like a balanced friendship more than anything. Cause I've like put all I have into my friendships because I know like I want them to last as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been more of a balance with my friends in the church. Cause I think we just, we both want to receive that equal amount of love and it's like shared between the friendships. Yeah. And, uh, fortunately sometimes we have friendships that are just, uh, very shallow and they, they're not nourishing to uh, us at yeah, all yeah. and they can actually be more draining. But when we have that relationship where we can, where you feel comfortable expressing yourself into maybe sharing a struggle or something mm -hmm. like that, 
Well, those are the nur- the relationships that are nourishing to us. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, my freshman year friendships were very, like, surfacey. Like, mm-hmm. we did share, like, some deep stuff, but we weren't really, like, sharing a struggle and, like, working through it to get closer to God together. It was just kind of like we just, like, said our struggle, and then that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we never really, like, dove into it. And I yeah. can do that now with my friends, and I trust them a lot more than I did in the past with my other friendships. Yeah, I think that's an important piece. You mentioned trust because when we're actually walking on the same journey together and we're actually, we have a goal and an end in mind mm-hmm. to our yeah. friendship, it's not just, well, we're friends. And like you said, sometimes we kind of share deep stuff, but then it's like, we just move on. Like when you're like, oh, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to accompany you in this. Like that builds, I mean, it builds trust in any relationship. That's, so it's beautiful to be able to see that that trust has blossomed for you with yeah, these friendships. Yeah, it's definitely been a lot better recently. Was there anything that was particularly difficult for you to walk away from those other relationships that were not so nourishing, that were kind of draining for you? Oh, yeah. It was like one of like my first best friends. And we like stuck through eighth grade together. We had classes together. We would mess around quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) The sign of a good friend. Yeah, yeah. Like we were really close. And it was like one of my first best friends after like seventh and sixth grade, which were not very great years for me. And eighth grade was like the peak of my time, like with that friend. <laughs> it was just really fun and we really got close. But then as soon as we started distancing, I would keep like going back to her no matter what. Even though it was a very toxic relationship, I would just keep going back because I was like, oh, we need to like be best friends again. Because throughout the year, it was like on and off. Like it was kind of like an on and off relationship. Yeah. Like some months we'd be best friends. She'd come over to my house all the time. I'd go over to hers. And the other months we'd like not talk to each other at all. It was just very toxic. But I just, I kept wanting to like be her best friend because mm. she was the only best friend I knew at that time. Yeah. And so what was that like to finally just say, you know what? I can't keep trying to be your friend anymore. It was so great. <laughs> it was so yeah. great. Because we got stuck in a class together my sophomore year. Mm. So I kind of just kept seeing her every day and she got very like clingy. And I think she was feeling what I was feeling like all my freshman year that she wants to be friends with me again. And I gave her like one second chance after school. We like hung out for like an hour or so and just like caught up and talked. And then it was like one day in my theater class. It was just a random class I was put in. Um, She like went up to the teacher. She's like, I can't work with Emma anymore. She's too toxic. And I don't don't think I did anything wrong. We were just like in a group project together. I was trying to include her. I was like, I'll be the bigger person. It's fine. It's no big deal. But yeah, she just kind of like mouthed off about me to the teacher. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. Like, it's fine. (laughs) And then I just, I've never talked to her again. Like, I was just like, it's fine. No big deal. Yeah. And I think uh, it's important to recognize that we don't necessarily need those relationships. Sometimes we think, no, I have, everyone has to like me. And that's mm-hmm. something we suffer from. Everyone has to like me. Everyone has to be my friend. Otherwise, I have an issue. There's something wrong with me. And yeah. it's not the case. Sometimes there's something wrong with the other person. Or sometimes it's just two people don't get along. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. be friends yeah. with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. I know uh, – uh, A lot of people struggle with uh, friendships and actually finding those meaningful uh, people in their life. And sometimes it's easy to surround ourselves with just those shallow uh, relationships that are just instant gratification Mm -hmm. that, you know, we have one thing in common maybe. And so we can share about that. But until we actually have that depth, we're not able to grow in our relationship with each other and our relationship with the Lord. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us today. You're welcome. Thanks, Dan. 
Hopefully Emma's story helped you to reflect on your own experiences and the ways that God wants to encounter you there. And now it's your turn to keep telling the story. Today, take some time to think about your friendships. Are there any friendships in your life that are pulling you down rather than bringing you up? And how can you accompany and encourage your friends on their walk with Christ? Thanks for joining us in Encountering the Heart. Until next week, remember that God loves you and he wants to write a great story with your life.